When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Free Beer and Hot Wings Show free clip of the day. How did you know someone peaked in high school? 1-800-947-3979. Hot Wings, if you peaked in high school, what would you be now? If I peaked in high school, what would I be now? A freaking loser. Um, <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, I mean, kind of. <laughs> like, if, the, if, if my skill set never evolved past 18 mm-hmm. i you know i i would just try to impress people by i don't know would you like if you were exactly you you'd be wearing like a skinny tie uh a sport coat with uh patches on the elbows well yeah my my jeans would still be pegged no talking doubt. about playing your saxophone and trying to find a pep band yeah my jeans of would other be adults pegged i'd be wearing wingtip shoes um, I would be wearing a paisley shirt and uh, and an overcoat. Like that's that's what I would be doing. And yes, probably maybe maybe a goofy tie. Uh, <laughs> and in many ways, I still because it was funny because I was gonna say like you know when somebody's peaked as if they dress exactly like they did in high school, but I still kind of do, <laughs> except <laughs> except mine's more jeans and t-shirts and sweatshirts kind of stuff. But you know like the guy who is. Like if they wore trendy clothes and they still look like that now, yeah, yeah, you go, oh boy, like yeah. that's a burn. Still got your Z Cavaricis, I see. <laughs> like yeah, when they're <laughs> really stuck in their era. Steve, what would you be right now if you peaked in high school? Uh, what I'd would you look like? I'd be wearing my Airwalks, obviously, with really, really oversized uh, wide leg jeans. Not like Jinko style, but yeah. they were really baggy. Yeah, big baggy jeans. Um, Either a slinky T-shirt or a Hoffman Bikes T-shirt, <laughs> uh, backwards cap. Because you were into sli- slinky. Well, I mean, it was a shirt that I could buy at Spencer's. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. so anything shirt. from Spencer's. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we all went through that phase. Yep, backwards cap, braces, uh, long hair hanging out the back of my hat that looked absolutely awful. And yeah, that's what appearance-wise, that's what I would look. Yeah, like. what would you be doing? BMX, what did I, that's what you'd be doing? BMX. That's all I cared about. <laughs> you totally Steve Buscemi. That is. Yeah. That, I'm, hey, how do you do, yeah, I'm how do you do fellow kids. That's all I cared about back then. Couldn't, Kelly, couldn't get pe- my attention on anything else. Paint a picture of peaked in high school Kelly for us. High school is weird for me, though. I, I went for the first two years to dre- uh, dressing like a boy. And my last two years, I dressed more feminine, which is weird. Because I look at my freshman and sophomore year pictures and I'm wearing cargo pants they're boys and they're bright orange or they're khaki colored and then i'm wearing like a little t-shirt or whatever which is kind of cute now people are wearing it like it's 90s grunge and these right. baggy pants and these cute little tank tops i i was just doing it because that was easy and kind of like gwen wear a bra. stefani looking yeah exactly yeah. except i didn't do like the cutoff my parents would have never let me show my midriff in school um but yeah it was just baggy pants and t-shirts for me uh, but by the end of high school, I was wearing like cuter clothes, and yeah, uh, I never really did makeup up until 
the end of school. So I don't really know. I'd, I would have hoped that maybe I would have kept that tomboy look going because I feel like I'm kind of going back to it sometimes. What was high school Kelly yeah. into? But high like school if Kelly you was yeah. into baseball, real into baseball, and was real into like playing keychains. Oh, yeah. Real into collecting keychains. <laughs> Loved drawing and coloring and painting. So what would you what would you I'd be doing a, hanging around at the park? I'd have been a kindergarten teacher, and not like that's not a bad thing, but that's what I would have been perfectly comfortable saying. I'm going to stay if I was staying in hometown, I'll be a kindergarten. Then teacher. Then go play baseball with the like the American Legion. Yeah, I'd, I'd be on a softball team probably because there's no like rec baseball teams that are actually fun. It seems like rec softball teams are more fun these days. That's but yeah, true. I'd probably be doing that. I would. Um, I'd probably still be working at a deli uh, or something like that service industry but i would spend my nights in cutoff sweatpants that i've made into shorts playing shed ball and determining my own personal worth based on whether or not my team of two was the first to 50 or 100 or not and if we weren't oh pissed off why because we obviously didn't try our hardest or we would always be victorious clearly always it's a battle of wills not a test of skills what I would have told you, as oh. I've mentioned recently. Yeah. Skills are written really on helpful, your uh, yeah. written on your shoes, your basketball shoes. Yep. Well, on the on my ankle brace. That's cooler. Oh man, yeah, that's solid. <laughs> Good stuff. Who do you know that peaked during high school? This one from the five five nine. I worked briefly at the United States Post Office. There was a gentleman there who definitely peaked in high school. Every day he wore a smattering of different things, basketball jersey, basketball shorts, a different pair of color-coded Nike shoes. He would tell me about the glory days when he played for Holy Spirit or Catholic Central or something like that, a high school ba- a high school base somewhere in western Michigan. He clearly never let it go. He had not been at the post office for over 10 he had he's not been there for over 10 years, places a bunch of sports bets on different basketball games and continues to change up his wardrobe daily. From basketball outfit to basketball outfit. Oh boy. I think that that alone, uh, wearing sports jerseys to an adult job. Yeah, if you wear a sports jersey as an adult, if you wear a jersey outside of going to the going game. the to the game, or maybe you get a pass for like the day of a huge game. Yeah, like yeah. oh man, okay, the Lions are in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna wear my jersey today. Okay, fine, I'll give you a one day pass on that deal. But if you're just wearing it to wear it, a baseball shirt, any type of jersey. Yeah. That's bad news. Just day to day. This Man. one from Middle Tennessee. Uh, by the way, good luck with your ice, everyone that's dealing with that this morning. Oh, we man. saw that. Yeah. Uh, all, not the, just, all over the South. People not just ice Nashville, skating down the middle of the street. Good Lord. Yeah, I've <laughs> it's been, crazy. Yeah, I think we've all experienced ice storms like that, and it's not fun. Uh, this text ran into a guy that went to a different high school, and we had both played baseball. This was my senior year of college. He walked up to me at the student center and said, man, you guys were bleeping awful at baseball. Remember when we beat you 7-6 in extra innings? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm just eating my lunch. <laughs> you know, it's uh, pretty weird. We're both in college and neither of us play- has played a baseball game since we were in high school. <laughs> anyway, have a good day. I mean, that's crazy. Like, what, I guess if what do you even a, if- say to that? Yes, I do remember. I guess if you're just Good trying to, to find a way to have some kind of small talk with somebody. Yeah. I would have just said, but no, I don't remember that. No. Because that doesn't matter to me. Oh, this is, okay, this one's sadder than peaking in high school. A guy I grew up with and was friends with until about we were 30 years old 
always and still to this day talks about how he was the superstar in peewee football, dominated <laughs> the sport from 11 to 13. Not even high school football. Wow. No. Not yeah. even he wasn't even on the varsity team that won state. He's going all the way back to Peewee. Yep. Yeah. If you're He's, not telling that story to be hilarious, uh, then yeah, that's really Yeah. That's not great. Really These days he's a full blown alcoholic, but when he's sober, he talks about Peewee football and the glory days of him being the the rambling ghost Wait, or whatever he, does he was. That when he's sober? Well God, I thought that would be the drunk times. Both. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yuck. Let's see. All right, let's try this one. I have not pre-read. In high school, there was a family that was known because they had multiple sets of twins. Their last set of twins was a boy and girl who happened to be in my graduating class. The female of the set of twins did not like me. She was part of the popular group. I was pretty much in the group just below it. But I was friendly with most of the people in the main group except her. I was even friends with her twin brother. She, however, was the only one that was just too good to speak to anyone below her socially. She is now multiple divorces, scraggly around the edges, and complete trash definitely comes through. It's amazingly outstanding, and I love it. <laughs> At the 15-year high school reunion, which is so far the only one we've ever had, and I graduated in the two, in 2000, she tried to chat me up and be friendly, which I did, and laughed to my husband and my friends in the back of my mind that, oh, the mighty have fallen. I'm surprised she went to the reunion if she was I that I am, bad. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have a couple people from our high school who I think are realizing that this happened to them, where they peaked in high school, and maybe after a couple of failed baby daddies and baby mamas, they're actively trying to say, like, hey... Uh, I really miss these days now that I'm looking back on them. They were some of my favorite or some maybe some of their easiest, like they've fallen on hard times. And now it seems like it's going to be a lot more pleasant planning our 20-year reunion because we graduated in 2005 mm-hmm. and um, versus trying to do anything fancy like they had all wanted to do before for our 10-year they're just kind of like, let's be real here. <laughs> we right. don't need to. We don't need to be showing off anymore. We did plenty of that when we were 16 and 17. And I'm like, thank God, mm-hmm. like, you guys actually seem. Even though I hated how mean you were to people or to me in high school, you actually seem like maybe something happened. Like maybe one of your kids is getting picked on now by a version of you. Yeah. And you're realizing yeah. just how bad you were. And this is your way of apologizing without, you know, making that apology all about you, which a lot of bullies do. Like, I just wanted to reach out and say I'm sorry for all those years that I messed with your life. And versus doing that BS, they're like, hey, I recognize who I am now and I wish I could go back. Right. It's kind of it's it's almost a relief to see that like yes. This one I don't think this one is so bad but I can see why it's all about what makes you happy, right? If I mean if you're happy whatever. Sure. But yeah. this one it says I went to high school with a guy who was a great soccer player. Now 35 years later, he still lives in the same town, goes to the same bars and coaches high school soccer. Everyone calls him Uncle Rico like from Napoleon Dynamite. But that might be what makes if yeah, that I don't fills th- his cup. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. necessarily peaking. It's I mean a lot of people live in the town they grew up in. I don't see that. And are still, like, if I still lived in my hometown, I'd probably, like, go dragons all the way. You know, I don't think I'd there's still, anything wrong but, with that at all. No, that's I mean, just supporting your community in town. I mean, well, I mean and being a part of it. I liked the town I grew up in, too. It was a nice, a nice little town. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I think what would make <laughs> it, if he was 
if he had peaked is if he goes to the same bar and is not involved in soccer and, but tells everybody every day how yeah. great he was at high school soccer. Yeah. I scored That's two goals. Problem. Yeah. Then it's, yeah. you're like shooter and well, it's, and it's, it's yeah, Al Bundy. Of, it's four yeah. touchdowns in one game for yeah. Polk high. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, the, I like this text as a coach, my team beat the hell out of Kirk cousins, seventh grade team, 38, six, October 31st, 2001 <laughs> he knows the date and everything. <laughs> You got to. Sometimes it's the biggest thing. Keep the receipts, baby. That's what you do. <laughs> uh, are there people listening? Who's the oldest person who thinks they haven't peaked yet? Hmm. That might get deep. Have you peaked, Hot Wings? I mean, I kind of hope not, but I don't know if that. I don't. I don't know if I have or not. I feel like you've had a couple different peaks in your life. I feel like that could apply to all. Yeah, of us Yeah, I mean, in I here, think right? everybody has their little peaks and valleys, and yeah. you know, things that like you know. Who's in a valley right now? Oh, I don't Any feel like I'm no, in I don't a think I'm in a right valley. Now. I mean, I may be halfway up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I feel I like you're enjoying that I, hike up. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't think I Yeah, I think what's I'm bad is if you're but. you feel yourself sliding down the hill, but your heels are dug in from that peak you had. <laughs> yeah, I've been no, there. Uh, I don't want to go I back swear. down. <laughs> this is the greatest. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely sure it's the best. Please don't let it end. Uh this one I think a lot of people will find relatable. Went to a small high school. This one kid who you could consider to be the popular one who was on the football team. He was always really popular, really athletic. Everybody liked him. Life of the party. I saw him at the gynecologist appointment the other day, the OBGYN. He didn't know it was me because of the mask we were all wearing. He's now a fat bleep and was openly making fun of his wife for the way she opened the door in the waiting area full of patients. He said too loudly jesus you scared everyone apologize to the people mind you this was a maternity appointment so she's pregnant and he's there to support oh god (laughs) (laughs) embarrassing (laughs) um all right this one this one's pretty real but i want to share it anyway because i'm sure there are people who can relate he says i'm a jimbo i am uh i'm in a valley we said are you in a peak or are you in a valley Okay. Right. And I didn't, we didn't, I don't think we meant to make it deep. Yeah, well, Um, sometimes it happens. I am in a valley struggling to get out, stressed with work and home life. Relationship with my wife is felt failing and continuous negative thoughts. Hiding how I'm doing from my family and most friends, but I'm fighting to make things better. Well, first of all, we're rooting for you. Yeah. And I don't know your exact situation, so take this with a giant grain of salt. But I think holding it all in is going to make it harder than than sharing it. And chances are, if you're feeling off and you're not telling everybody, people around you probably can tell something's off and they're they're wanting to help but don't really know how or know how to approach the situa- situation. Right. So like you said, Free, we are talking about it. It's probably going to help you a lot. Yeah, your, might- your wife might be sitting there thinking, man, he hates me. Mm-hmm. Or I really wish he would. Crack that door open a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, let them I mean, in. You didn't ask for our opinion. And I, and I, we know that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Oh, but that holding it inside and, and feeling mm-hmm. like you can fix it on your own. I, I, I think we've all done it. And I, I don't know that it's a super path to success. Well, feeling no, like you're no, the it's, only it's, one that's going through what you're going through. Yes. It, that's a lonely feeling. Yeah, it is. You think you are, but the thing is, you're not. No. Uh, and that's why we talk openly all the time about you should get a therapist. 
or you should do better help online therapy one way or another. That's what I mean. It's good to have somebody to talk to. It is especially it's helpful too when it's somebody you don't know, because even though even if you have a relationship with a therapist, they still don't know you like your friends and family do. So it's nice to have their opinions because they're not really afraid about hurting your feelings because they know, look, I might need to say this. It yeah. might hurt your feelings, but this is how you fix it. This is why it hurts your feelings. Like they can explain things a hell of a lot better and say things to you that you'll probably receive in a better way than if a family member said it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, if everything feels it like it's crumbling and you're just sitting there holding it and not doing anything about it other than just trying to absorb it all uh, at the risk of quoting Dr. Phil, how's that working out for you? That was the one thing I always thought he got right. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a great phrase. How's yeah. that working out for you? Uh, and we're not trying to pick on you or anything. No, no. we're trying to help. Yeah. You texted. Yep. Uh, this one from Wisconsin. Pretty sure I peaked at 14, diagnosed with cancer at 16, then again at 22, then once again at 26. But I'm still here, GD it. Yeah, you are. Your peak's coming. That was just the first peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you went through your cancer triumvirate. Like four times. And, <laughs> yeah. and you hit so many peaks. Yeah. Defeating that. It's pretty good. It is. All right, this one. Thanks, guys. Now I'm depressed. I peaked senior year. I was a neutral student, not popular, not a jock, not a nerd, just an average dude. Me too. Always been a mechanic with, um, and flew RC airplanes. I built a 74 Cuda during my senior year, showed up at the cruise spot at the end of my senior year, and all the popular kids and jocks, everybody surrounded my car not knowing that I could do something like that. It was one of the, my favorite times of my life. That was 1985. Fast forward to today, got married, raised three kids, and after listening to your show, I realized I still have the fast car in the garage, and I still fly the airplanes, and that's it. Crap. Love the show. I don't know. That sounds pretty good to me. If you're happy. Yeah, I mean, if it's all working out. But yeah, but, mean, you're, but it sounds like you're right. You did peak then. <laughs> yeah. That 74 uh, Cuda is looking pretty good, though, if you kept that thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, you can- Maybe. At least, at least you can look out. at it as like you're plat, you're you're on a plateau. But he said he was average, and his grades were average. That doesn't sound like peaking to maybe me. Maybe he's a great dad and a good husband. Well, um, maybe socially. Maybe. So that that was his, his social peak moment, peak, though. Yeah. That was his social mm. peak moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow! Look at that guy. Look at his cool Sweet car. Sweet ride, man. Okay. That's gonna carry him through the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um. Okay. <laughs> this one. They wrote it with, like, um, happy punctuation. <laughs> so I ha- All right, so it's happy. Yeah. Oh, is this going to be a hello darkness, my old friend? <laughs> yeah. I 100% peaked in high school. Used to have the best parties everyone would go to. But now I'm 28, single, live alone, and whatever hair I have left is going gray. Crushing it! At least you own it. Heck yeah. At least you own it. Plus, you're only 28. Come on. Yeah. It's not like you're sick and tired of living in a van down by the river. There is nothing. (laughs) There's no conversation more annoying to me than when people try to tell you how how they partied and they partied the hardest because of where they went to school or the parties they threw. That was something that was so big when I just graduated college. I was living in Atlanta, Georgia. You meet new people, and they'd be like, oh, I went to Georgia Southern, which is notoriously a party school in the South. Yeah. And I'd say, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, you don't even know what it was like to party with us. 
Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't go there, but uh, we had party. We partied too at my school. Believe it or not. No, no, <laughs> not no, like us, no, though. not no, not, not no party like, like a Georgia Southern party. Yeah, and it's those people like the guy that just wrote in and said, "Man, I peaked." He threw the best house parties. Nobody threw house parties <laughs> like he threw house parties. I will, you know he's had that conversation before. I yes. will say, if your barometer is how good your parties used to be, you definitely peaked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if that's the. The best thing you have to hang your hat on. I had great parties. Yeah. Uh. That is, a, I used to hate people who was like, man, I know how to party. I'm like, I don't like people who use party as a verb. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You want to party? All right, prove it. Get down. Let's do this. Just stop telling me that. Sounds good, Poochie. Yeah. All right, this is an advice question. Um, we're kind of dipping in and out of silly and real, which is kind of what we do. Uh, I'm a Jimbo. All in all, I would say I'm on, I'm in a good place, I think. But the thing that has really been bothering me, all right, hold on. Uh, and I'm pretty ashamed of it. My wife and I are expecting our first child in April, and it turns out we are having a girl. Congratulations. Congrats. Now, I always envisioned myself being a father of a son for many reasons. One of them is obviously I can relate a lot more to what you would call on a general scale, guy stuff, riding motorcycles, right. working in the shop, etc. Another reason that I've been experiencing gender disappointment is because I am the last person in my family that can pass the name on. And it's kind of important to me, no matter how idiotic that may seem. Yeah, I actually I started going that. to counseling for my gender disappointment because I find it hard to share these feelings with other people for fear of being judged. Any advice? I prob I don't know no. if I have advice other than it's probably the same as what your therapist would say, but I think probably a lot of people yeah. have that. I know like I was very anxious about that if my um because all my cousins were girls and I have two sisters. So at least from our chain of Michaels, if I hadn't had a son, I'd have been it. And I worried about that too. I'm like, man, uh, we only have girls. I'm like the one. So I was, I was, I think I would have felt the same way. I would have been like, this kind of blows, but also there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I think talking to somebody is your best bet. And then yeah, just, you know, like, I mean, it's one of those things that everybody, everybody has stuff in one way or another that you have to get over that it's out of your control. That yeah. It's just not in the cards. That may seem like it's a big deal now, but when that child is born, when your daughter's born. You are not going to think about that. You think he's going to become a girl dad immediately? Well, I mean, obviously he has to, but it yeah. will. He is going to completely forget about that whole, like that anxiety of having a girl and not knowing what to do. Like I, I had no idea what to do, and now I'm like big into Moana and Frozen, and you know, singing songs and wearing princess dresses. So it's well, like, and here, here's the thing. There's one really great way around this. You encourage your daughter to have premarital sex. Oh. Mm -mm. When the time comes, okay. baby out of wedlock, boom, your last name. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Or you <laughs> could just try to have a son. Or just like, tell just try your again. daughter, yeah. you know, if she wanted to, she doesn't have to take uh, the name of her future partner. She can ask them to take her name. That's also she could. totally acceptable these days. Totally it, it, so that way she doesn't have to get pregnant at 14. Well, you wouldn't have to do it at 14. I mean, you I guess if you want to do it that way. As long as you're not married yet. Sounds yeah. tough. And, that, but, and it would help if she doesn't really know who the dad is. But I also know for a fact, I have a friend <laughs> from college, and they tried four times for a boy because every time it was a girl. Mm -hmm. And he's bummed that he doesn't have a son. He's bummed that he doesn't. 
have a kid. He was a big football guy, big soccer guy. Right now they're too young to figure out what sports they're going to play. Mm-hmm. But he, he was so honest about that. He's like, I just want a boy. I And he's like, I love my girls, and I'm going to love every girl we have. Mm-hmm. But I want a little boy, too. And I, I get it. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with saying that as long as you still love those other children just as much as you would love a little boy. But I think he just wants that relationship, a father-son yeah. relationship. And, and I, I think that's I don't think totally you should fine. beat yourself up for that. No, no. me neither. That's a, no. like having that feel. It's an, it'd be one thing if you then acted like that when she arrives. Right. Then you should beat yourself up. Then you're but butthole. just having that feeling now of this isn't what I imagined. That's well, human. And it's so deeply ingrained in our history too that yeah. like father-son relationship, having mm-hmm. boys is so important. Uh, this text from Nashville. I had the gender disappointment too when I found out that I was having a girl. But I 100% turned into a girl dad. Like Steve said, you don't even think about it anymore once they are born. You just become the parent and love it right. either way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Exactly. That's yeah. so true. You don't yeah. raise them like a boy or a girl. You raise them like your kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of women go through I just that, thought of that too. Want to have a daughter that they can yeah. play dress up sure. with and do all that stuff. So it happens. Idiots get access to the podcast, segment 17, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.